0: Ready to rock? Yeah, I'm ready to rock. I think good idea is just to really get um, get the viewers to kind of get to know us, get a feel for what's going on. I I think the whole Alabama thing you're definitely radiating that pretty strongly. (laughs) Let's see, let's see the jacket one more time. Yeah, you have the shoes on?
1: Nah, I'm not gonna wear those till I have to.
0: How, why are you guys Alabama fans, like, huge, massive?
1: They're the best team. And I like rooting for teams that win.
0: All right.
1: And it's nice. Everybody hates them. so.
0: It's like – like, Similar to the Yankees?
1: When the Yankees were good, yeah. I mean, everybody is looking for something else. It's like when you have the best thing available and it's so blatant, it's yeah. – Human nature just jump on the bandwagon for something. Oh, Clemson's going to beat them. Oh, Michigan. Oh, Penn State. Like these other teams that really have no shot. So why, why would I want to follow someone who's just not going to win? I would rather follow someone who's always going to be playing deep. And then it hurts when they lose. It's devastating. And you need to have that emotion involved. The suffering.
0: What? What part of it is devastating? The attachment.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, last year Cody cried
0: after a loss.
1: Yeah, they lost in the national championship, Corey cried. Yeah, it's and it's good to, they're like with Girl, fucking, grown right, man,
0: 20, 25 years old, <laughs> cried.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Like tears, what? or were they those little things that stream down and they end right about mid cheek?
1: No, they were coming from the inside, real.
0: Oh, yes, yeah, real tears.
1: Real tears. The, it's fun too because. Red zone, and with when you're at the bars, and when you're betting on games, or you're with a bunch of people, there's so many, there's so much, so many things going on, so many different games that like it's hard to actually find something where you're going to sit down and watch the whole thing, every play, never yeah. change channel for three, three and a half straight hours. Right. So by the end of the season, you know you've put in forty hours, fifty hours worth of work, and you want to be rewarded for that. So. I'd rather root for them than root for some slapdick team who's not going to make it.
0: Right. So you compare it to someone who's going to work for, let's say, 40 hours a week. You're What you're getting is is money from that. So you're just looking for – you'd rather root for a team who's going to win putting that time in as opposed to watching like Bowling Green on TV and you spend 50, yeah. 60 hours. And it's just like what, what did I even get from Bowling I Green? I want to get up –
1: I want to lose in the championship. I don't want to be like – Week six and your season's over. I can't watch the Giants anymore. Like watching yeah. the Giants made me nauseous. So
0: week two, that. week two, and that's over. That, that was fast. Yeah, that was pointless. The You're point is, to rock. oh yeah, I'm gonna rock. The, the pointless part is like the hype, and everyone gets so excited, and it's like the Giants. Um, you know, they're, they're back. They have all these offensive weapons. They're here. And then everyone's like, I I was so excited last night. I made like 30 mozzarella sticks, a huge, like two pounds of pasta. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to make dinner for the family. We're going to have a nice appetizer. Giants are ready to roll. Everyone's on TV. Odell, Odell. Odell's making, you know, three-handed catches behind his back. And it's like, oh, the Giants have this in the bag. And they come out and you know, Eli gets his uh, left leg ripped off. And it's just, like, so disappointing.
1: They just never have a shot. That's a heartbreaking thing. It's like you're rooting for things that will not happen, have no shot at happening, and you just look at the QB and you're like, what the fuck? So
0: What's, what is this thing that he does? I never noticed he does it. He, like, gets the ball in the pocket and he just, like, taps the ball. Like, is it, a, ner- ner- is it a nervous tick? He's nervous. That's it.
1: That's it. He just... Waiting to get fucking killed. When his head got smushed, when he Holy when he made that terrible throw, and John Gruden's getting his dick hard, like that was a awful throw. Uh, and I guess he had to make it, but and it worked out. But those are the things that kill Giants fans. It's like that's the best play that he made all game. It
0: was um, an accident, like bad throw. The dead duck, the Sterling Shepherd, where <laughs> it, like it, it pans to Sh- Shepherd and he catches it, but as soon as Eli throws it. 10 out of it's... 10 Giants fans are saying, yeah, that's that's going the other way for six.
1: That's a big six, yep.
0: And then somehow, like, it's the same thing. Like, the David Tyree catch, he throws it up in the air, and that's just what Giants fans have come to live and die for, or really just die for. Die. We've been, we've been rolling for about five and a half minutes now.
1: Let's restart. Let's go to our thing.
0: The topics that we picked out? Yeah. All right. I agree. We may may have to look for... So the the first one being um, Eli's career is clearly over. We may have to pick out jobs for all the Giants, but we'll focus on Eli because... Uh, he's probably the face of the organization and probably the most fun to pick out a, a, a next occupation for. He looked bad. He's got to be injured. Injured bad. CTE is, is floating around his ears right now. Oh, yeah. So so jobs
1: af- What do you got? Jobs after football for Eli Manning.
0: He's got to head to monster monster.com soon. Um, I put a little thought into it this morning. He's got, uh, um, he's very patient. Like he never gets really angry, but he also doesn't want to carry the, the weight load of like being, um, responsible. So I think he would be a fantastic substitute teacher, someone who kind of, you know, comes in and, um, you know, the, the t- teacher number one, T1 is out ill with the flu or kids got the flu or something like that and as Eli comes in he still can get the job done but he doesn't have to put the whole class on his shoulders and remember kids names or um, you know go through the whole uh, game plan it's just come in fill in execute uh, make sure kids don't get killed or do doesn't really matter to Eli but that's that's what's good about him as a sub
1: see i put substitute t i think he would be an awful substitute teacher from the sake of like what his job should be doing is like maintaining a class but great for the students because imagine him putting in a DVD it's fucking scratched, it's not working and then he just goes into like sulky Eli mode and the kids you got a bunch of testosterone filled eighth and ninth graders just burying him throwing stuff at him and he's just moping around Um, so he'd be great from the students perspective because you could just torture Eli Manning as a substitute team. He would yeah. fuck everything up. Uh, and today we're going to watch uh, Bill Nye and the DVD <laughs> scrap. It's just not work. Things are not working out and people are just getting anxious. And he's not going to rat anybody out. You know, he's not going to say it like write anybody up. No. He doesn't want to go that far. But he would just mope around, put his hands on his head. Darn. DVD's not working. Yeah. Um, Nothing, nothing in customer service. You cannot have him involved. If he was at the DMV, someone would come into the DMV and put a bullet in his head <laughs> in, in minutes. In minutes. Imagine he was the one uh, handing out the tickets. Uh, yeah. How long's the wait gonna be? Um, you know, two hours, three hours. I don't really know. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, I have. He'd be decent. Like the movie theater guy, the guys that sit at the top. If someone could, you know, train him just to click play at the right time and let <laughs> the film roll. And then he can just sit back and do nothing, I think that would be good. Also, um, bowling, like a late night bowling alley guy, where you're going you're going to bowl with like it's a co ed type thing. Yeah, and you're not don't really want the pins fixed. You're really just boozing and flirting with with chicks, right? So you're, really not focused, you're not focused on the bowling. So when the lanes get all fucked up like they always do You you're really not that upset like it's right. very, if it takes five minutes ten minutes to just re-rack the pins it is what it is because you're spending your time doing something else.
0: I like that. It just can't be midnight bowl. You know, like the they, when they turn the lights off and there's lights flashing. Like that's a Eli perfect situation <laughs> epilepsy. He's writhing <laughs> on the floor in pain. No, you're right. You got to make sure he's out of there by like 8, 9 p.m. Yeah.
1: That's, so that's maybe really good like job. 10, 10 to 1130 would be his shift.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then he gets picked up by his wife or his, his mom and just gets driven home for a a nice, warm, cooked meal, and he gets tucked in. No, I, That's actually a really good one, and I redact my whole substitute teacher when yeah. I, I thought about it when you were saying it. I didn't think about it from the kid's point of view. I was selfishly thinking through Eli's point of view. Eli would get the absolute shit kicked out of him by, like, maybe even one 14-year-old kid. You know, oh, yeah. you're, you're, you're subbing, like, 9th, 10th grade, because there's no way he can handle little kids. He's got to at least with kids who can uh you know go to the bathroom by themselves so he's at a high school level or even eighth grade he's just getting he's getting picked on he's crying like he's getting mopey and then you're right at one point some kid's gonna snap just like what, his teammates what about
1: what about preschool subbing where or can like the lower grades where you're just trying to talk the kids to sleep maybe that's Ooh. decent out for him where he's just reading a book he's just reading the playbook yeah you know? <laughs> it's just like dropping dead it's just <laughs> the spot they're so bored yeah that's, no, that's not
0: bad yeah it's so. good i'd rather see him in a bowling alley like i i wouldn't be surprised if in five years i just saw eli like uh handing out pictures or he was behind the convenience what is it the like the food counter or hanging hey, <laughs> out the shoes the shoes you just tell him hey um size 12 <laughs> <laughs> he's like 11 11 what uh, Eli just the shoes man just the shoes today and he goes back picks up the shoes you know you trade in um, you trade yeah. the shoes in yeah he sprays them he, he's got the spray at all times just like there off off the hip but that's his thing you now just off the hip he's bringing the spray out and you know spraying those shoes down no that's a good one I can definitely see him filling in there that's good thanks for putting some thought into that perspective man i would have never thought of that so we'll expect to see eli unemployed he won't make it past week six if he keeps going this way like i'm not talking about having a job i'm talking about health health yeah he's in a bad spot that that play where he got his head smushed into the ground <laughs> you just can't you can't have too many of those you have that's that's how guys die that's you yeah know, people joke around like oh cte it's we don't know if it's real yet. We don't know what to attribute it to. No, it's getting your head smushed in the ground by a 315 pound guy multiple times.
1: It's a simple way to die.
0: Science. Um, I, I put this, I drew this one up for you, the topic actually, because I'm curious. We probably had this conversation back in, <clears throat> what was it, the un- undergrad at ASU. Yeah, sweet spot chicks. I know... Um, big, big going out guy. You have a, a great court vision. You know, you kind of see things that other people don't. I was really curious, to, at this point in your life, how old are you?
1: 25.
0: 25. Um, You know, slightly in shape, slightly out of shape, pretty good spot as far as physical appearance goes, but you're, you're amiable. You know, you're not afraid to get out and talk to people. At this point, what are you seeing? What's the sweet spot chicks? It, it doesn't have to be, you know, one through ten. It doesn't have to be a rank. It it could be um, personality traits. But what's going on out there in the world? At least what you're seeing.
1: So when you texted me that we were going to be talking about this, um, I thought it really depends on the setting. Um, okay. If you're going to some type of formal event, you're gonna want a good combination of looks. You know, facial looks. Uh, The body is important, but also, like, the personality. Then personality actually matters. You actually want someone to represent you well. So you kind of need to be up on your game there and probably pay somebody to go with you to do some of these events. Um, You know, some of those things are going to come out of pocket.
0: When you say represent, do you mean, like, you don't want to, you know, swap tongue with a chick and then five minutes later she's taking a leak underneath the (laughs) barn?
1: Something like that. And, like, whether she's a phenomenal liar or she's a half-decent person, yeah. she's got to give you good exposure so that whatever event, you say you're at a wedding with people that you kind of care about, you don't want them being like, what the fuck? What's wrong with that guy? Why would he bring her there? Right. Um, so that yeah. image mentality definitely plays a role there.
0: Now, And I'm sure that's that, that'll reciprocate. I think if you ask women that same question, I think they would say the same thing. So a guy who can represent me well out in the public.
1: But that's, that's I mean, what, how, what do you do? One of those a year? One of those every two years? That's not really a real event. Um, yeah. Maybe it is as weddings come up. <clears throat> if it's a friend that you really don't care for, but like you were pity invited or whatever, then bring whoever you want. Bring the biggest whore possible. But, right. Now, uh, if you're going to the bars, if you're if you're meeting somebody out at the bars. Yeah, let's talk
0: about that because I feel like that's what a majority of our uh, – our sweet spot listener or viewer whatever you want to call it people guys are going to the bars where you know you talk about going out and finding girls You talk about all these places bars number one so yeah absolutely
1: so I don't go out as much as at night as I used to but I go out a lot during the day Saturday days mm-hmm. and I mean I'll be there from 11 to 6 and then I'll be dead by 630 yeah and It's really, since things kind of get blurry, it's like someone that either has your attention because, like, oh, you only saw their face, and maybe, like, it was a crowded area, and you can only see their face, and they had a hot face, so you go up to them, and you start talking to them, and then you find out their body is just disgusting. Mm. It's just, (laughs) what are you going to do? You just roll with it. I mean, you don't get greedy. You don't look around anymore. If you found someone that is actually somewhat interested in you, then just keep going down that route. Mm. Um, but you're probably going to fall into the cat six and a half, seven. Mm. Um, either they have a smoking hot body and a dumpy face and your shit face is like, this is awesome, this is great. Or they have a hot face and a dumpy mm. body. And you're like, well, we're here.
0: Of course light. Yeah, of course light helps. Yeah, I don't know. The dog's hard freaking out. Just gave him a bone. So you were saying six and a half, seven. So,
1: all right. So you have, I've, these are four different scenarios that I played out. You've got, this could probably be a, a more better thing. One, some type of formal social event where you're actually trying to find someone to represent, to represent you. You need you need a hot girl. She's got to be, you know, she's got to look good in whatever she's wearing. Hopefully she's wearing some type of floral or sundressy type thing or some nice colors, pastel.
0: Yeah, that's always- good
1: vibrant person you want everything that she looks like to be vibrant, you know represent you well smart Or just be able to be a phenomenal liar um, Two and th- three kind of are similar um, whether you're out dancing at the club or something or you're at the bar It's a total grind fest. Most important thing. There is the body the body the chemistry She's feeling what you're doing. You're kind of getting away with some things. Maybe you're sliding your fingers up front Maybe you slide your fingers up back if you don't really know. I mean as long as find someone that's okay With you defiling them that's okay. important
0: on the dance um, floor
1: On the dance floor on the dance floor now if you're day drinking if you're at a bar Saturday day You're watching every single football game from 10 a.m. till from 9 a.m. Till the 4 o'clock games where you go home and shit your pants or throw up or order a bunch of pizza um, I have a good pizza story for you after this, and that's all about. Keep your eyes, look around, find something you like. If you talk to her and you thought she was hot, but she's not hot, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Just keep going down. But just keep stay where stay in your lane. Don't be the guy that's flirting with fifteen different girls. Too much. It's too much. How are you? You don't even really know what you're doing. Say hi a lot. Say hi to a lot of people. Hey, what's going on? And maybe someone, you know, throws the eyes your way and you're lucky. I mean, that's a total, total luck game. Right. Now, the last one is like if you're day drinking at a place where you don't really know anyone, you're day drinking at a, if you go back to your buddy's brother's senior year at ASU or you're at some Florida State tailgate or some mm-hmm. shit, your standards should be so low <laughs> You know, you're gonna take. You're gonna take a four. You're gonna take. You do not care. Doesn't matter. Make a fool out of yourself. You're never gonna see these people again. Just make sure that it's not that bad that you're on camera. Right. Stay out or of just camera. make
0: sure you don't get on camera. You, yeah, you yeah, can scoop down as low as you'd like.
1: Be private. Be private about it. Throw cast a rod at a bunch of threes and fours.
0: Who cares? Yeah.
1: You've got nothing to lose there.
0: Right. It's nothing bad about that. Yeah.
1: So. There's a time and a place for everything, but it, it comes down to like chemistry. And when you're in the moment, pursue it till it's dead because you can only get you know, you have that pocket of time to just go for it. So that's how I view it.
0: So time's pretty important.
1: And being out here in Scottsdale, there's a lot of hot chicks. So, like, if you're not really getting anywhere in 30 minutes, then it is okay to deviate and go back to your other
0: options. Right. You'll be fine. But You'll just. Be fine. Like just don't spread yourself too thin to where you've got seeds all over the place, but you're not growing any roots.
1: Yeah, you gotta gotta water something. 3 p.m. and now you're not even speaking English, and you're like the least attractive person on the planet. You've got fucking ranch on your glasses. (laughs) You're just like you're sweating profusely. Your pits stink. You look gross. You're not gonna be. You're not in your prime. And these are these are people that are just showing up to the bar. There's people that are funneling in at three. You've been there for six hours. You don't stand a chance against those people. Yeah, he's got so polished, really?
0: clean, yeah. just Grab came out something out of around,
1: Latch onto it, sink your teeth in it, call it a day. Right.
0: Don't be. No, I like that. Are you drinking out of a blue cup? Uh, you don't want to uh, talk about the sponsor, Coors Light?
1: <laughs> Not yet. Not until they pay us.
0: <laughs> That's fair. All right, so that's pretty good. Actually,
1: I have a good pizza story. Oh, yeah, yeah, me. yeah, the
0: pizza story. I was kind of intrigued about that when you said that. Go ahead. And...
1: So, last, not, two Saturdays ago, I'm telling you, I got roofied. I know I got roofied. Everyone will tell, I told everybody I got roofied. Everyone was like, no, it was all your fault.
0: pre roofie or post, I mean, during it, You did you know what was going on? No. Okay. I
1: mean, it was uh, after the fact.
0: Okay. What now?
1: Manchester United was playing early, so you know, went to the gym with Dirty Corey. Manchester United's on at eight Saturday. We have no responsibilities at all, at all. Don't have to talk to anybody. Um, Having a good time watching Manchester United. Head over to Bevy. The Michigan game is on, so that's you know, people are kind of people are in the same element where they're just you know having a good time. Starting
0: to feel themselves a little bit.
1: Starting to feel themselves. Somebody, <coughs> answered, uh, this guy that was two seats down, uh, this, he has like leopard spotted hair. Apparently, he sold the company for like fifty million dollars, and he asked us to move over two seats. So we moved over, and he was like, "Oh, here's some drinks. You know, you're all good." After that, I really don't remember much, and I'm telling, I'm confident that I got roofied or by leopard there. hair. By the leopard hair, yeah, he's like a Scottsdale guy. Oh, I, put, um, I put
0: two and two together. I could see that.
1: But I don't like. I got drunk, and the result of it was. they I actually did. I was ordering wings, and I was eating ranch, and there was ranch all over my face. People are filming. I'm making a complete fool of myself, but it was because I was got drunk. Okay, and then I. Uh, Back at the apartment, I wake up at like 7, and Dirty Corey's yelling at me. He's like, the apartment called. We got a noise complaint. You were you throwing shit all over the place. I'm like, no, dude, I I wasn't. So then I look at my Alabama shirt. I'm wearing this this whitest Alabama polo you can have. It is completely orange. It is covered in pizza sauce, soaked in oil. And we're like, all right, well, What could have happened? The front desk girls told Dirty Corey that there was a trail. I must have been holding the (laughs) pie like this. There was a trail of pizza, slices, on the floor leading to our room.
0: That's pretty bad.
1: Kind of hard to get out of that. So the lady emailed me and, you know, you have a noise complaint, yada, yada. You guys please pleased do your best to be better about this moving forward. So I emailed her back. You know, hey, sorry for any problems that we caused. You know, if Manchester United's defense could step up and close out a win, like, none of this would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> and because they, they tied against Stoke 2-2, and that caused a whole other problem. But <laughs> we're good now.
0: Is it possible that in your roofied state of mind, you were just leaving yourself a trail of pizza back to the bars? Oh, back out? Yeah, yeah, You know how people are like, they'll leave uh, breadcrumbs or M&M's or something small, like, oh, this is my trail. You were just leaving yourself a trail back to... To go back out? Right, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's very possible. It's very possible. Because
0: sometimes I'll, I've seen you have the energy to, you know, put in a good five, six, eight hours work during the day, and then, you know, second wind, you know, gets... It was a
1: second wind, but I was not, I was too embarrassed. Right. Uh, I had that guilty feeling.
0: Right, uh, well, at that point, you had been called out by your apartment complex. Yeah. Your best Alabama shirts are ruined. Is it, is right. it, is it still. Did you throw it out?
1: No, I soaked it in bleach. <clears throat> used an old toothbrush to scrub out everything, and it's, again, it's like unbelievably white.
0: Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> It was a great day. That's good for you. That is a pretty good pizza story. Yeah. Um. That's wild. I'm surprised I didn't hear about that earlier.
1: Yeah. been saving it.
0: That's good. Um, one topic that's been on my mind as of late, I just came being back in New York. I went to the deli the other day <coughs> and I was kind of overwhelmed. I forgot delis. You have so many options. Like being out in Arizona, they don't really, they don't have delis. So you, you don't really have breakfast food options. You know, you got to go to like Denny's or something and then, um, at that point, it's just too late. You, you're, you're screwed. But, you know, you go to a diner, you go to a, a, um, a deli. There's so many different breakfast foods to choose from. Um, and it got me thinking like, what is the best, if you had to say top three breakfast foods, what what would you say? Let's start with, you know, number three, number one, go with number one. You're waking up, you, um, I don't want to make make it situational because it could be different. But breakfast food number one, you know, you're on death row. Go.
1: Well, when I was in high school, and I I probably couldn't do it now because I'd die and have a heart attack or something. But the most important thing, or actually, still the most important thing, coming out of some nasty hangover, or you know, your your mouth is dry, you wake up and you you feel like SpongeBob out of water. Really. Yeah. You just need. Nothing better than like a cold iced tea just Ooh. to bring you just to get those lips wet a little bit. I mean, that is like the most important thing on the planet um, is about the hydration or the, the sense that it is so sweet. I need some sugar. I got to get my body going. But I used to go to IHOP every Saturday growing up and I would get called an appetizer sample. I don't know if they still have it. I haven't been is to It's IHop. for breakfast? It's for breakfast okay it is a it was chicken <laughs> fingers, um mozzarella sticks okay. onion rings and french fries okay and that is i mean that is always oh, will be number one in my heart it you can't beat a breakfast like that you really can't um if i did it now i'd probably want to kill myself afterwards by noon just because it's so gross but yeah it, it the taste unbelievable
0: right um, that's a pretty good meal
1: I really only have three breakfasts. It's like it's egg sandwich, bacon, egg, and cheese, hot sauce on either a roll or on an everything bagel. Um, or a, a poppy bagel with cream cheese and salmon.
0: Yeah, that's a classic as well.
1: So this, this was easy for me, actually. Yeah. Those are the three. The appetizer sampler for my op, bacon, egg, and cheese, hot sauce from either Wally's um, or the deli up the block. Back in New York, or the bagel cream cheese and locks anywhere, Right. But none of the keepers, no onions. Don't put in that bullshit on it. I want a bagel. I want cream cheese. I want locks. A lot of locks.
0: Yeah. No, locks are good. Locks are, are locks are really good. What um, I forget what it was, but mm-hmm. I think we had like a group chat with these uh, guys back in New York, and we had like one day it just came up a topic of what's your go to breakfast sandwich. And all ten guys in the group chat each had, like, oh. to the order. They knew what they Ugh. wanted. It was like, there were guys who were going, like, on a whole wheat feta wrap um, with cheese and bacon and fucking, they knew to the tea because they get it every morning. And I realized, you know, after watching people out here, that's like routine is just to get a breakfast sandwich. But I'm with you. I, I don't. I got a breakfast sandwich on Sunday just because I was feeling good and you know I wasn't hungover. And I was able to go to the to the deli and get it. But honestly, the best breakfast that I have on a consistent basis is just black coffee. Wake Ooh. up, grab a black coffee. Um, and if you have a Keurig, it's one of the easiest things to make. But if you you're going out to, you know, ev- everywhere's got it, and it's simple. You, you can't overcomplicate black coffee. You know sometimes right. you'll go to. The bacon egg and cheese at the deli Dun, the road from you, from you, and the bacon egg and cheese uh, three towns away. That it can be different. Black coffee's black coffee. You, That's it's, right. It's one of the most reliable things that I have in my life, actually. So I yeah. appreciate it. Um, and then a bowl of cereal. Like people overestimate. Like, oh, I'm getting these hot sandwiches, which is cool. You know, but you're you're paying five six. You add it add in a chocolate milk, and you're at eight bucks nine bucks for breakfast. Buy a box of Cheerios or cinnamon toast crunch for four dollars. Grab a gallon of milk, and you have, you have breakfast for the whole week. It's quick; you don't have to worry about it, and you don't have to stress out. I have to get to my, make it to my train. I have to make it to work on time. No cereal takes maybe, maybe if you're a slow eater. I don't know. Seven well, minutes.
1: Then the next question is, what's your favorite cereal?
0: Uh, that's that. Uh, I don't know, I wasn't prepared for that. Um, gun to the head. I love Rice Krispies. I think it's the sound that it gets to me. Um, it really doesn't have flavor. It's just like milk and, and wheat, really. But, like, there's something about it. Maybe.
1: Artificial wheat.
0: Yeah, just artificial wheat and milk. Um, just sugar. I'm just pounding sugar down my throat, but it's just like the. <clears throat> I'll say it's the marketing, man. Snap, crackle pop. I just like onomatopoeia, like sound words, bam, fap, fap. wow. <laughs> you know? Fap.
1: I don't think fap is one of the crispies things. Uh, <laughs> it should be, but it's not.
0: Should be. Um, now, that's a good question, though. You forget how good cereals are until you're eating it. Do you have a favorite?
1: Yeah. Well, I've had, like, if I eat Captain Crunch, I'll be okay, but... When, if I'm really having, like, cereal, then I'll have, uh, like, the berry, berry Berry Kicks are phenomenal. But I can eat easily those, like, industrial-sized bags of the Captain Crunch Berries. Yeah. Where your mouth is bleeding, you're gushing blood straight from your mouth. You're spitting it back into the bowl and scooping it back up. Right, That's like you just like... got
0: in a fight with Mayweather.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. No problem.
0: Yeah, no problem.
1: They probably have had some decent lawsuits getting sued. Like, it doesn't say there's got to be some type of warning that you're going to bleed. Otherwise, if you eat something, where else would you ever do anything where you eat something? It's making your mouth bleed. You're in agony the whole time, but you keep doing it. Like, you know, that's not real. If every time I ate pizza, my mouth started bleeding, I'd probably quit.
0: You'd probably stop. Yeah, no, I agree. Thankfully, so. PC doesn't do that to you.
1: Thank
0: God. You just, you just put it on your shirt and all over your apartment complex instead.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's probably a full pie.
1: Well, and the, and the best part about that was I didn't even know that, like, my shirt was fucked up until I took a shower the next day, and there was a like, orange thing in my bathtub, in my shower bath. So I go in there, and I stick it straight up, and it's my Alabama polo, just straight on. I guess <laughs> in, my, in my super uh, of being drugged, I thought it would be like, oh, I'll just wash it out in here. But I don't, I couldn't tell you.
0: Yeah. That's, hence the roofie.
1: What's hey. that, Tuesday?
0: Um, Tuesday? Yeah, yep.
1: We'll do it again uh, on Thursday.
0: All right. There's uh, we'll be- a... Make- Nice chatting with you. Peace. See ya.